The Old Testament reading for tonight is found in Isaiah chapter 9, verses 2 through 7. It's found on page 683, 683 in the church Bibles. The peoples walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness. From that time on and forever, the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. The epistle for this evening is found in Titus chapter 3, verses 4 through 7. And that is found on page 1,182 in the Church Bibles. But when the kindness and love of God our Savior appeared, he saved us, not because of righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that having been justified by his grace, what we might become heirs, having the hope of eternal life. The Gospel re reading is from Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. It's found on page 1014 in the Church Bibles. One thousand and fourteen. Out of respect for the gospel, please rise. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, 
The time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone round them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Here ends the Gospel reading. Here's God's gift to you, his grace, his mercy, his peace, all yours given to you in our newborn Lord and Savior, Jesus. We're going to look at the Gospel lesson for tonight. I'd like to bring to your attention again verses 9 through 11 of Luke chapter 2. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, the shepherds, and the glory of the Lord shone round them, and they were sore afraid. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you today is born in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, may these words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. You who are our strength and our rock, our, our Redeemer and Savior. Amen. Well, are you happy yet? I know, it's kind of a strange question to ask this night, isn't it? I mean, after all, it's, it's Christmas Eve. We've been looking forward to this night for a long time, planning for it, preparing for it, cooking for it, decorating our homes for it, cleaning our homes for it, sending out Christmas cards. Why, of course, why, why wouldn't we be happy? Well, maybe we're happy now. But what about 10 days from now? Or to really uh, reality check, uh, how about a month from now? Will we still be happy a month from now? For a month from now is when all the bills are going to come due. 
from all the stuff that we've bought and all the parties that we've planned and, and held. You know, a month from now, it's going to be the end of January. And I rather doubt it's going to be 48 and raining here. I have no idea how the football game came out today. Win or lose. So a month from now, football season will be over for all you Vikings fans. No playoffs. No Super Bowl. Sorry, it's a harsh reality check, isn't it? Yeah. A month from now, it'll just be life back in the routine. Dealing with all the everyday stuff that you got to deal with, whether it's pleasant or not. Will you be happy then? Joy. Being happy. It's kind of a fragile thing, isn't it? I mean, we can have it, and then suddenly we don't. Something changes, something happens, something gets broken, maybe a relationship or your health or your, or your career, and joy goes out the door, doesn't it? And if it, when it does, well, more on that in a few moments, okay? First, we need to hear a story. This story never, never gets old. Like the shepherds, I pray you hear this story now like you're hearing it for the very first time. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth to, in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to be delivered. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. And she wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were shepherds abiding out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And lo, an angel of the Lord appeared to them. And the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were sore afraid. But the angel of the Lord said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. Are you happy now? You know, 
maybe if I were to tell you something about a personal pronoun, that is both dative and plural, that might just help you to be happy. Now, in fact, even a month from now, in fact, if I tell you about this dative and plural personal pronoun, it might just make you happy for the rest of your days. It will give you joy to the max. Would you like that? Okay, so bear with me now. Uh, I got D's and C's in Greek, so I am no Greek scholar, no expert on grammar. But here goes. When the angel announced the birth of Jesus to the shepherds, the angel used what is a personal pronoun in both the dative and plural form. When it's done in a dative form, that means that there is a specific recipient to the action. Someone specifically has been singled out to be the beneficiary of whatever it was that was given. It's given directly to another person. Like, I gave Karen a gift for Christmas. I didn't give it to you. I gave it unto her. Dative personal pronoun. All right? So when the angel said to the shepherd, Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. The angel personalized that birth announcement, used the dative personal pronoun. The angel was singling out the shepherds to them, for them. This gift had been given unto you, has been born this day, a Savior, he is Christ the Lord. Dative personal pronoun, but here's where we come in. Here's where you and I are included. Yes, it's a dative personal pronoun, but it was also in the plural form, which means it was being given to everyone just as though it was being given to only one. It was that personal unto you, but the news was that personal message of the angel was personal for each of you for all of us, unto you, unto you. That would be you. Today, a Savior has been born to you. Now, the shepherds took the angel at his word. That's why immediately they went to Bethlehem. Notice that they didn't say, well, let's go there and see if this really happened. No, they said, let's go and see that which the angel has told us about. And after one more dative personal pronoun, this will be a sign unto you. That's exactly what they did. They went to Bethlehem. And when they saw the baby, they saw what the joy was all about that this baby had come to give. Think about this. This baby who was born, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, the Messiah, 
the Christ, the Savior of the world. And here are these grungy shepherds. And they had absolutely no difficulty walking into that manger and seeing the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the God of God, the Savior, the Messiah, the Christ. Absolutely no one barred them from coming into his presence and saying, oh, you're too grungy to come in here. He was there, born in a stable, right on their level. He was only a few hours old. And yet, because he was born in a stable and laid in a manger and surrounded with straw, he smelled like a barn, which is exactly what shepherds generally smelled like. And while our children love to sing about the baby Jesus lying in a manger because there was no crib for his bed, When's the last time you think any of those shepherds ever put their head down on a pillow and stretched out on a bed? Everything they saw, everything they heard, everything they smelled, everything they experienced, everything pointed to and affirmed this one truth. The shepherds knew the truth, that God was with them. A Savior had been given to them. And he has been given to you, whoever you are whatever you have done in a past. Whether you have lived a saintly, pious life or whether you have failed miserably in being a moral person, a Savior has been given to you. God is with you. He is Emmanuel. God with you. God with you in all circumstances. God with you today. God with you tomorrow. God with you every day that he gives you life. God is with you. You have his presence, and his presence is his presence with you. As it says in Psalm 16, you have made known to me the path of life, you will fill me with joy in your presence. That's where lasting joy, joy to the max is to be found. It's to have the Lord Jesus present in your life, in you present with his forgiveness, in you present with his victory over death and the promise of resurrection, in you, present to promise you that all things will work together for your good. In you, present to give you that gift of the peace that passes all human understanding. That's 
his present to you. His presence. And in having him with you always, that is where you will find and that is where you will daily be given joy to the max. And may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.